1023 please give us yeah. a call now if you can convince us that UFOs exist. Now, the only reason being is last night I watched this uh, Seven News special called yes. Phenomenon. Yep. And the guy, uh, Ross Coulthard, mm-hmm. who's a well-known journo, yep. had it. And, and what they did was they spoke to a guy who in 1966 was a year nine science teacher in Melbourne. Yep. Right, And he said that a girl ran into the classroom saying there's flying saucers over the footy field. Oh. They ran out there, all the students. There were 500, 500 students, teachers, witnesses, everything, standing there, and they saw three UFOs shooting really? around in the sky, and they saw one actually land on the grass. It had purple lights. They could feel the heat off it. Yep. And then they took off, and then all the people came, the government, all this sort of thing. Wow. Now, this was in, what What are we saying, uh, 1966, yep. right? Then what happened was uh, a little while later, the teacher, Andrew Greenwood, who they spoke mm-hmm. to, spoke to the local paper yep. there and said, you know, this is what we saw. Not long after that, a government official and an Air Force representative mm-hmm. came and saw him and said, you didn't see that. 500 really? people saw it, right? You didn't see it. And if you keep saying you did... You were clearly drinking on the job. You'll be reported to the oh. education department. You'd lose your job. Really? That's what they said to him. Wow. Now, this isn't just like one person driving along and looking in the horizon and seeing a cigar-shaped yeah. thing saying, oh, that's a UFO. 500 people in 1966 at a Melbourne high school all saw this. And then they were all told at school to be quiet and, then it and just never went, talk about it and again. And it just went hush-hush yep. after that. So wow. it's been revealed. This guy was unbelievably credible. Yeah. When I was watching it, I'm going, this, this has got to be true. Mm. Do you like, believe fi- now? Well, I do. Really? 500 people can't be wrong, can they? Well, I wouldn't have thought so. All, and, all seeing the same thing. But imagine someone from the government. Well, now, I don't, what I don't get is why mm-hmm. would the government come and, if this is the case, why would the government come in and say, mate, this didn't happen? But I maybe if it clearly did. Don't they don't like to reveal too much that will make the public panic? Yeah, but I mean, if you saw it and there were 500 people, I mean, nowadays mm-hmm. you'd have 500 Photos or videos of it because everyone yeah. had their phone out, which um, would be a bit different. Shane, do you believe in UFOs? Uh, I don't. <gasps> at all? No. You didn't catch this special last night. <laughs> no, why. I didn't Mate, see the special. I'm, it was convincing. Yeah. Why don't you believe in them? I just don't. Oh, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I surely would have seen one by now. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I would have seen one down, you know, down the road or. Yeah. Well, there's meant to be evidence too that like mm. in the US that they've hidden away because mm. then they talk to these people in America. And they were saying in the 1940s, mm-hmm. they, they believed that the government actually came across a spaceship in New Mexico yep. and there were 16 dead aliens on it and they got the aliens. How many? 16. Right. This is what the lady was saying. Hey, take a listen. They were between three and a half feet to four feet tall. They were perfect teeth. They were childlike in appearance. They had jumpsuits on that were like a powder colored blue. Right. Wow. So childlike appearance, mm. great teeth. Yeah. Four foot. So just like a smaller version of you. <laughs> <laughs> Might have gone to the same dentist. Oh, no yeah. one will notice. We'll just whiten them. That's what they said to the youngest. But this gets me, like, I don't believe in ghosts, but I'd like to because I've never seen one. But, you know, we've had so many people ring with ghost experiences. Mm. And then with this one now, like, how can 500 people there see it? Know what they've seen, them being told mm. they couldn't. They got all the students back together, reunited them. Yep. And they're all going, yeah, they showed pictures, wow. they drew and everything. You know, when I was little, after I watched E.T., I used to yep. sit outside and like hope a uh, spacecraft would come and just say hi. 
You love to. <laughs> Little E.T. Never did. Can you say E.T.? E.T. 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 Yeah, I just wanted to see him, but he never visited. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would love to know, is there anyone out there, I don't think there would be, who yeah. could legitimately say they've seen a UFO? Mm. If you have, give us a call, 1023 or someone you know is so adamant that yep. they are believers because it just, to me, doesn't seem feasible. Mm. But then I also think, could we be the only people? Could we be ridiculous enough to think we are the only life yep. form? People are out there. Things you, are out there. You honestly believe they're there? Absolutely. Yep. Really? Yep. You scared? No, I just don't, I just, I just don't get it. Give us a call. 8300 I bet you there'll be no one. There'll be no one in Adelaide mm. that has ever, ever seen one or believes in it. Erin, uh, you know, we were just talking about UFOs with yes. that show. I think it was phenomenal mm. on Channel 7 last night when they're saying definitely there were yep. uh, UFOs in Melbourne in 1966 and people were told to be quiet. You said there was like 500 people yep. that saw, saw it all. them. Um, how, how's this? Mm. Just when we started talking about that, we had Rachel come in, mm. who is uh, our producer, and said the whole computer system has stopped. I'm serious. And so the techs were starting to work on it now and they said all the phone lines and the computer system had actually frozen. <gasps> I'm serious. That is, there's a government cover up. Wow. Honestly, that they're, seriously they're just happened They're listening in. They're listening in. They're <laughs> trying 3D. to put a stop to this. <laughs> it's amazing. They're just trying to clear it now. Um, but you, you certainly think that they exist. Yeah, yeah. I reckon we can't be the only life form in this universe, surely. Do you think we would put a man on the moon? Not really. I don't think so. Why not? Oh, I just think there's way too many conspiracies. Like, you know, when I look at uh, photos of it and I read about all the conspiracy and how the lighting was yep. and there shouldn't have been that much light on the astronauts and the flag was waving and there was no stars in the background. I think it was a um, made in a Hollywood basement, if you ask me. <laughs> Oh, thank you very much, well, Red Hot Chili you know, Peppers. Because, like, back well, it was in like the fifties and sixties yeah. when the space race between um, uh, Russia and America were going. Yes. And Russia were having all this success in space, and they put a satellite in orbit, yeah. and then the Americans started freaking out because, oh my God, you know, Russia's going spying on them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, after all these uh, attempts to get into space from America failed miserably, not even close. All of a sudden, yeah. bang on the moon. <laughs> What, you don't on it, hang on, but didn't 12 men Sorry, walked on the moon? Look, 12 <laughs> men walked on the moon on like four or five different missions. I don't know, I just think I need a li- little bit more 68 to 72. I think I just need a Channel 7 special to convince on the moon. Me. <laughs> you, so you honestly don't think people will put on the moon either? The conspiracy theory. Well, I, I suppose, um, Do Lee Harvey so? Oswald, uh, yeah, I think they went to the moon. You reckon? Yep. Mm. Oh, because there's too many people to keep the secret. This is like these 500 people told to shut up in Melbourne about well, the UFOs. There would have been hundreds of thousands of people that worked on those Apollo missions. Yeah. You cannot silence hundreds of thousands of people that you've made it up unless mm. they weren't in on it and there was only a small group that were in on it. Yeah. Who shot JFK? I think the Le- government. <sighs> Seriously, you conspiracy theorists. Well, I think um, um, Harvey, was it Harvey? Lee Harvey, I was Yeah, it? yeah, that one. Um, and the government. <laughs> and the government. Yeah, that one. I reckon there was a few th- people in on it. Really? I reckon JFK was about to expose all the alien info. From Roswell? Yeah. That, that and then could they be got it. him. They had to shut him down and he wouldn't, mm. wouldn't silence. Maybe. That's right. a conspiracy. Oh, geez, I love conspiracy mm. theories. Erin <laughs> in a tinfoil hat she's wearing this morning. <laughs> um, it's amazing what you can do wow. with, uh, with our foil. <laughs>
Right, we have got someone on the line that has seen a UFO. Really? Well, Julie from Finden. Good morning, Jules. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, Great. Julie. Come on, Julie. You honestly reckon so, you've seen a UFO? Yes, I have. What I was happened? roughly about 10 or 12 years old. I was camping over the Flinders Ranges, mm-hmm. and I was looking up at the stars, and I kid you not, I swear to God, I've seen a UFO. <gasps> it had green, yellow, blue, purple lights. And it was hovering for about 15, 20 minutes, and then it shot off. Joy, was it a saucer-looking type shape? Yes, it was. Right. And who were you with? I was with a few other people, but I don't know if they've seen it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it was really, really freaky. And then I was just, like, stunned for, like, half an hour afterwards. I couldn't move. Julie, did you um, report it to the government? Did they give you a stern warning never to repeat this? been to your house? No, because I don't like government. Oh. <laughs> but but on the other hand, my mum, yep. swear to God, she has seen an alien oh, in Guayala. What? <laughs> what? What? What did it look so, like? So she she said that she's seen this like hovering figure mm-hmm. of a alien shaped um, person on an oval because she does a lot of bushwalking <sighs> with her animals. Yep. And it's like in the morning, like about five o'clock in the morning, and yeah, she's swear to God, she's seen this like hovery shaped person, silhouette looking right. oh, alien God. thing. Is that not a ghost? No, it's not a ghost. I kid you not. Wow, Jules. That's freaky. Do you honestly believe now, Julie, after your experience in your mum's? Yes, I believe there are aliens, and I agree with you, Erin. I think the whole US had faked the. Um, Man on the moon. You reckon, Jules? Yep, including yep. my partner. Oh, they believe too? Yep, he yeah. believes. Mm. Wow. Something fishy going on in this world. Oh, yeah, for mm. sure. Jules, thanks for your call. There you go, Erin. Yeah. You, you believe that now? Yes, of course I believe. In Wyala? Probably a few in Wyala. Covered in red dust. Erin, I'm not letting this rest. No, because not. last night I watched this special uh, called Phenomenon on Channel 7, mm-hmm. and it was about UFOs. So you're going yeah. to say phenomenal. Phenomenal phenomenon. Mm. Um, it, was, it was a great show, and it was about, well, in 1966 in Melbourne, there were 500 people mm. that witnessed UFOs, right? And they were told to mm. be quiet, and the guy that sort of led it, Andrew Greenwood, was a year nine science teacher at the time, he came out and saw it all, and then he talked to the local paper about mm. it, and then he had government officials come out and say, it never happened, <gasps> you didn't see it, if you talk about it, we'll say you were drunk and you'll lose your job as a teacher. Everyone was told to shut up. 500 people witnessed it. And you, before this, what you watched last night, you yep. didn't believe in Not at all. And now? Well, that to me just doesn't sound right. He's been mm. silenced. Not only that, though, then Lyndon Johnson, who was the US president at the time, mm. he, they contacted him wow. in Melbourne. Because they were obviously mm. thinking there's stuff going on in America. Yep. So I said, look, someone has got to have seen something yep. at some point somewhere. Pete from Crafers. Pete, what have you seen? Yeah, we were away at the Hogwash Reserve in Madam for the weekend, camping and on our way home, and it's about 7 o'clock at night, and yep. uh, about 30 k's outside of Truro. Mm-hmm. And my brother pulled over, and I pulled over behind him, and uh, he was pointing to something in the sky, and it was a really bright light, almost probably about a third of the size of the moon mm-hmm. in the sky. And all of a sudden, six objects came out of that one light, smaller lights, 
and they all went from horizon to horizon. And I mean, wow. they crisscrossed from one end to the other. And we certainly didn't have anything fast enough to do that on this planet. Yeah, wow. And by the time we watched that for almost half an hour, there were, by that stage, 15, 16 cars had pulled over <gasps> on both sides of the road, and they were watching it with us. Wow. And it was just, a, just an amazing light show, just phenomenal. But, yeah, it was just these little lights, and they just went from one end of the horizon to the other mm. in a split second. And, and yeah, Pete... Pete, no way that could have been a plane or a drone. No. You were absolutely convinced it was a UFO. Yeah. We didn't have that technology back then. Mm. And, and the, the split second, as I say, like from horizon to horizon, mm. there's nothing we've got on this planet that's even that fast today. Mm. So it couldn't have been shooting stars even, no chance? No, not a chance. Not with six simultaneously coming out of this larger object. Yeah. Right, Pete, how long that, did the, the light show go for? About 30 minutes. Right, and so you have all pulled up, all these cars are pulled up, and everyone was standing together talking and watching it? Yep, absolutely. Wow. Yep. And On both sides of the road. And in the end, they all came back into the central object, and it just took off. <gasps> right. And, wow. did, did anyone report it? Was it mentioned anywhere? or? It, it was reported to the police, and mm-hmm. it was just reported as being a hoax. Right. Uh, uh, there was a small mention on it, yeah. And <laughs> wow. Yeah. The old, no one believed it. Yeah, the old hot air balloon story. Or oh, yeah, the, or the weather balloon. They say. Yeah. Pete, thanks, mate. I mean, and obviously you remember this like it was yesterday, I imagine, just exactly oh, what you yeah. saw. Yeah, and that changed my mind. Oh, my, no doubt. You'd have to be a fool to believe that we're the only ones in the cosmos. Mm. You yeah. know, and uh, you know, that was a hot weather balloon. Jesus, I want one because it was bloody fast. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Pete. <laughs> Radio over the weekend, um, we spent a bit of time, uh, I was watching the footy with my son Felix, the yep. eight-year-old, on Friday, mm-hmm. um, and the Bulldogs were playing, and they're mullets galore, yep. and, you know, there's been this phenomenon of the mullet really back in fashion over, you know, what, probably the last 18 months or yeah. so. It felt like a COVID thing. Now it is left, right, and center <laughs> everywhere. Um, it, Felix now is putting a campaign together to get a mullet. All right. Now, I'm in a position yeah. where I can't say no because I sported a mullet for probably, oh, seven or eight years. You from, did? You yeah. Had, and you had, a, you know, some hair that covered well, yours a little bit. Because I, I was called Dumbo at school and Aww. it still hurts. So, you know, um, Cash and, and Chow and all the boys that used to just rip me when we were in primary school. And they'd go, here comes Dumbo the elephant because my ears stuck out. It looked like someone had left the cab doors out and done a runner. Um, (laughs) I I was really, really embarrassed. So I used to get my hair, let it grow long enough to cover the tips of my ears and get a cut across there. Mm. But then I had the party at the back. And it was like a big flow. Mm. And it was a curly flow. Mm. And then it just... Cutting down into a rat's tail. Now, I sported that for many, many years. I cut the rat's tail off when I was about Thank 17. goodness. But I, I can't turn around now because he's going, Dad, I need a mullet. Mm. And I'm going, hey, fine by me. you just got to grow your hair. Yeah. Uh, Mum, on the other hand, Mrs. Soda, is absolutely adamant there is no mullet happening. And really? I said, look, she goes, you need to tell him no. And I said, I can't. I'm a hypocrite. He's seen photos of me as a teenager mm. and in my early 20s with, a mate, with just a massive mullet. Yep. And it was bloody impressive, Kate. So just, you know, let's start the encourage <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he played footy yesterday. Yep. Playing against, I think, uh, Lockley's Footy Club, and there were a couple of kids with mullets. Yep. So at quarter time, I went, I went well done, mate. Good game. You know, you're going well. Kick going, goes, Dad, look at the kid's mullet. I go, I don't <laughs> care about the mullet. And then half time, you know, hey, well done, mate. Keep going. You're doing a great job. Dad, can you see that kid's mullet, number 44? <laughs> can I get him? I'm going, mate, stop with the mullet talk and worry about getting the footy. Anyway, and then yesterday afternoon, we went down to the beach to have some fish and chips mm-hmm. in the cold with the kids. 
And there was another kid with a mullet, like oh. a kid about 16. Great mullet too, shaved. I was told it was an acro mullet. I don't oh, even know okay. what that means. But when it's shaved and it's like a mohawk mullet oh. and he's going, Dad, I said, what do you want? Um, I said, do you want some chips? Do you want a euro? He goes, I want a mullet. Go, no mullets. <laughs> they don't serve mullet at this fish shop anyway. Anyway, so he's got his brother and sister. Yep. And then last night they come in before they go to bed and I cop this. Mullet, mullet, oh. They are now chanting. It's and a they are Yeah, they are campaigning wow. for Felix to get a mullet. That's all right. That's pretty persuasive. Do you think I should let him get one? Yeah, of course you should. Let uh, him be who he wants to be. Just a mullet. That's exactly what I'm trying to push. Mm. I've just got to find a way to convince Mrs. Soda that uh, he can become a little mini-me. You should grow one with him. Mullet! Mullet! Yes! Mullet! I can bring it back! Yeah! <laughs> Hey, Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this time last week, we were just hearing that breaking news that a 14-year-old boundary umpire was assaulted mm. at a girls' junior football game. Yep. Disgraceful. Terrible. Thankfully, the guy that did it has yeah. been arrested, That's as good. he should be. Um, and a lot of talk over the week and even over the weekend about junior football and, and behaviour of parents mm. and spectators. Um, yesterday and Saturday, I went to junior footy both days yep. and spent a few hours there watching a whole lot of games. And I am very happy to report back and say the behaviour of all the parents and all the spectators was fantastic. Mm. Actually, I've got to admit, I was uh, at junior football too over the weekend. I was at a game on Saturday, my yep. dad's team. And yeah, you're right. Actually, the crowd was really well behaved and actually mm. a lot of people at these games. So well done, everybody, for going to support uh, local grassroots footy. But I must admit, it was fantastic to see no... Bad language, yep. no, you know, attacks on the umpires. It was, it was great. Yeah, look, there is an issue. Mm. There is absolutely no doubt about that. And uh, the, I know that the um, the Sandful and mm. there are a range of other people and other sporting codes are all talking at the moment to yep. try and work out the best way to educate it. But I really watched um, the young umpires mm. on the weekend, and yep. I just kept an eye on them. You know, just looking and sort of tried to put my myself in their shoes because yep. you're thinking a lot of them are these. 14, 15, 16-year-old boys and girls who are mm. playing footy themselves, but in the morning come an umpire and pick up their 50 bucks or something yep. like that. Uh, and you know what? It was each time, each game afterwards, I spoke to a few parents while I do it and said, let's all go over and just say, well done and thank you. Yep. Because the, the work they do is mm. brilliant. Um, and, you know, they're all, because you're young, you're pretty quiet and, you know, shy and that sort of thing. So I think it's a wonderful way for them mm. to, you know, develop the skills, but yep. also to be put in front of a crowd and mm. learn how to, you know, I suppose, uh, just deal with yep. the situations. Yep. I think, like, I was watching as well the umpires once the game yeah. was finished. The junior umpires kind of just quickly leave the field, yes. they go on to their next game, but I reckon they need to hang around and shake the girls' hands, the boys' hands yep. after the game. Because like, the girls, they, they get in a line and they shake each other's hands. Yep. And I think the umpires need to be a part of that. Yeah, that's a really mm. good idea, actually. You're right. They do seem to sort of sneak off, yeah. grab their bags and move on. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think if you are at your junior footy or your junior sport, maybe we should start to think about that and celebrating the umpires or the kids mm. all giving them three cheers yep. for doing it, yep. which um, I think I might have a chat to our local footy club and yeah. say, I think that would be a great way to do it. Yeah, awesome.